Hi there, everyone. I'm Gwen Jones, and welcome once again to the I'm a Rotarian podcast, the weekly podcast where I introduce you to amazing people that proudly call themselves Rotarians. Well, way back in 2019, I know, way, way back, Rotary decided to partner with Toastmasters. Do you remember them? They've been around since the 20s. Rotary's been around since 1905. And you know what? They have a lot more in common than you would think. But nobody knows about it. In fact, getting Rotarians to know anything about Toastmasters is almost as hard as getting Toastmasters to know anything about Rotary. Okay, come on, that's my opinion. And this is my show, so eh, I'm allowed to one or two every once in a while. I have somebody to break this terrible curse of who is Rotary and what is Toastmasters. Chaz Patrick is joining me. Who's Chaz? Only the president of Evansville Morning Rotary. And what is he? He is a proud Toastmaster. Guess what? He's also a very proud Rotarian. And every single day, Chaz is showing us the great combination of Rotary and Toastmaster. So join me, won't you? I'm learning all about Toastmastering. Hmm, is that a word? And as usual, I thank you so much for joining me. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. As usual, I am so happy that you've joined me. Today, we're talking Toastmasters on a Rotarian podcast. Why? Why, you say? Because Toastmasters and Rotary have partnered together. Did you know that? Hello? Can you hear me? Toastmasters and Rotary are partnered together, and they have benefits for both sides. And it's very fair for both sides and very fair to all concerned, as the four-week test says. Chase Patrick is joining me, and he is the president-elect from the Evansville Morning Rotary, and he is also a proud Toastmasterer? I mean, I what is the official, what's your official name? You're a Rotarian forward slash Toastmaster? What do you, what, what is, are you guys just called Toastmasters? Hi, Chaz. Welcome to the show. Or, or you can say <laughs> Romastier, whatever. Romastier. <laughs> a new concept. Ooh. I might put, like, put that on the pin somewhere. That is awesome. So boom, mic drop in the first 30 seconds of the show. <laughs> Romastier. It has kind of a 16th century French kind of feel to it. I like it. Or it's a way to cook a chicken. One of the two. That's nice. I like it. Hey, Chas, welcome to the show. It's wonderful to have you. Well, thank you for having me, Gwen. I really uh, appreciate this opportunity to uh, speak more about this alliance that everybody wants to know more about. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think, and you're so nice to say that everybody wants to know more about, I think we just need to, I'll throw myself and fellow, some other fellow Rotarians to say that we didn't even know that much about it. And so let's go right back. And are you willing to tell me a brief history of Toastmasters? Where did, where did Toastmasters even come from? Toastmasters actually was a, so funny fact, both the founder of Toastmasters, Ralph C. Smetley and Paul Harris originate from the Midwest. Actually, right. Smetley actually originated from Bloomington, Illinois, and he moved out to the West uh, for an executive position with YMCA. And so the whole concept of Toastmasters came to play to help men be more empowered as far as communicating in the workplace. 
And so that was where the concept really came into play. So, so, because you're in, so Evansville is Illinois, correct? Evansville is Indiana. Indiana. Damn. There goes my geography grade right there. So Evansville's in Indiana. So we have a lot of these Midwestern men in the beginning of the of the last century that need, I guess we're coming off of World War One. So Toastmasters was a way to get out into the world and teach people how to talk in front of people. That seems yes. like an oversimplification. But is that what else is a Toastmaster? A Toastmaster is someone who wants to who is designed to better their leadership skills. The tagline is better communicators and leaders. And so they understand that the interconnection between being a leader and being a communicator and how how those those two those two pillars are strongly bonded together. And how big is Toastmasters these days? Toastmasters is about 300 something members. So it's it's fairly smaller compared to the Rotary members. Wait, you said 300 members. You mean 300,000 members? 300,000. Okay, because yeah, you said 300 members. I'm like, well, dang, that's a little small. <laughs> <laughs> so 300,000 is, is respectable, though. I mean, yeah. I have to say, you know, and are you in other countries or just the United States? International, just like Rotary. International, just like Rotary. So... Why did 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 Toastmasters come to Rotary or did Rotary go to Toastmasters? You know, that's a good question. I think it's like the chicken of the egg or the egg of the chicken. Nobody really knows how these conversations come into play. But what I will tell you is I feel that Toastmasters was able to really tell, kind of explain more to Rotary about the alignment, right? The, the basic, the values that we have, the principles and the added advantage that we can provide or Toastmasters can provide the members on both sides of the coin versus also being a Rotarian and being able to speak upon those stories in a more elaborate fashion. So, and, and I think it's really important to make clear to the audience that you are a Rotarian, you are a president elect uh, and, uh, and you're not in Illinois, you're in Indiana. So my apologies again for my geography notes there. I'm going to go home and get one of those, fill out the United States map paperwork on Google. And, (laughs) but are, is, do you think that perhaps this partnership is, um, to help Rotary be able to get its message out better. I mean, we've talked about on this on this podcast several times that we don't talk about ourselves very well. So introducing Toastmasters will help us tell our story better. I think that's that's the. I think it kind of falls in line with being able to tell those stories better and also being able to promote effectively when you need to as well, because we know that public image is important in order to draw new members in. And to be able so, to tell those stories effectively. Yeah. So if you're so I guess some of the, the basics would be if you are a Rotarian now, it does not mean you're a Toastmaster automatically or vice versa. Is that no, correct? You have okay. to pay dues each way. Okay. And how much how much is a dues to be a Toastmaster? Dues are international dues are $45 every six months. So you're looking at $90 a year. Not well, to include not to include club dues. I I tell you, that's a little less expensive than Rotary, 
but I, I agree with that. That's okay. That's awesome. And then if I paid my $60 plus today, what, what would I get in Toastmasters? Like what, what would you be excited to share with me about Toastmasters? Well, I would just like to say that if you became a Toastmaster today, I think it would be a great asset to the Toastmasters world first and foremost, but the, the pride of Toastmasters or the, the foundation really relies on their communication program or leadership development program. And within that, they have this thing called pathways. That's the leadership program. And you go through these projects or AKA speeches, and you actually learn what's in the modules to actually communicate on either in front of a crowd. Well, most likely it's going to be in front of a crowd. (laughs) And so if you're not ready for, you know, feedback, well, that's where you're going to get it. You're going to get those, your our, our counter, which is ah, souls, your nose, those filler words. You're going to get somebody counting those. Mm-hmm. You're going to actually have somebody give you a structured evaluation as far as their thoughts on each of your projects or speeches. So do, do you think that, that Toastmasters, so I, I, I mean, because I, I remember Toastmasters. I think my father was a Toastmaster for a while. Um. And I, and he, he did it because he was a minister. And I think about it now that that makes sense. And I know this is an, this is an audio podcast, so people won't get this, but my father used to shoot people with his fingers. He'd have his thumb up and his first finger forward, and he would point out in his sermon and it looked like pew, 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 like he was shooting the audience. And he went to Toastmasters to actually teach him how to use his hands properly, how to, you know, be able to do the, the pausing and how to be able, and it made him a better minister. So I guess Toastmasters isn't just for business. It can be used in all sorts of, of areas of life. Is that true? It is very much true. Very much true. I mean, I didn't really want to speak too much on the leadership component, but you know how we have executive officers in Rotary, the same thing applies to Toastmasters. Each club has their own set of officers to help drive the program forward or drive the club forward. And so you're getting that practicality if you want to serve as an officer as well, which if you look at a lot of the titles, they kind of are very similar to uh, Rotary as well. I mean, you're your district governor is equivalent to your district director and Toastmasters. They, they're equivalents in a sense. And the, you know, the whole focus is to improve the membership across the board and get the word out. So your partners, we now, you can now have, um, so I get, I guess my question then is what does this partnership mean? Like how as a Rotarian, can we take advantage of this partnership? Why, why do we want as Rotarians to be postmaster, Toastmasters? And why as a Toastmaster do you want to be a Rotarian? Why do well, we have this marriage? We have this marriage. And I'm, I'm going to focus on the first part of that question. So you're, you're saying, why is it important for Rotarians to be Toastmasters? Mm-hmm. Well, you never know where you may be called to speak. That's I true. I mean, granted, you could do it in front of your own club. Don't get me wrong. But have really having the confidence to be able to present on any topic, given the time frame. If somebody was able to call me today and say, hey, Chaz, or you can call me today and say, hey, you're going to speak tomorrow. I can almost guarantee you I can be able to fill the program based off of the time commitment. 
And so it gives you that confidence. You're able to really think proactively and really get, you know, get the skills you need in order to be successful, including within your Rotary Club, because if you're going to be a president or president-elect, you're the face of the club. Right. And so you had to be able to really incorporate that welcoming message and be able to get that that the the important things about Rotary out to the world in order to make that true change. Have, have we forgotten how to talk in public? Are, are we just so busy, you know, putting on our phones and that's how we talk in public that face to face, the art of, of face to face talking? Is it is it dying out a bit? Is that why we need Toastmasters? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that we're incorporating the hybrid model as well on our end. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, and I might be a little biased, but I really enjoy the in-person component of it more because you you mean there are things you can gauge in a physical audience that you can't in front of a screen. Right. But it is important to be able to, you can, with the advent of conference call software, you had that ability to get your message out to the masses. Right. So if I can't be somewhere I can like right now, this wouldn't have been possible without Zoom being right. able to really use those those mediums to, you know, embrace and have an effective message across all platforms. So Toastmasters can help uh, somebody be a better Zoomer. Yes. Well, there you go. All right. OK, well, then let's get to know your story a little bit, because not only are you a Toastmaster and I know I'm going to filter in the Toastmaster as we go along and do these, but I do want to know your story as a Rotarian as well, because, well, first of all, which have you been in longer, Toastmasters or Rotary? Toastmasters. Really? I've been okay. a Toastmaster for one on six years. Six years. Okay. And how long have you been a Rotarian? A year and a half. <gasps> baby. No, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> You're baby in the world of Rotary. Welcome. Join us. Okay. So then what made you want to join Rotary? I mean, is it a chicken and the egg thing? It's like, did somebody from, to- was somebody in Toastmasters was then also a Rotarian? So said, hey, why don't you come along? How did you join Rotary? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, Gwen. So actually my first experience with Rotary was back in 2017. Okay. Uh, we have several clubs down in Evansville. I have about, I think we have about four. Mm-hmm. And one of the bigger clubs, the bigger Rotary Rotary Club, they got about 200 members. And they're actually the oldest Rotary Club in our area. They run this annual event called the Santa Run. And so everybody gets in Santa suits and you run. And actually uh, part of it, it actually goes to supporting another nonprofit in the area. And so they're really, mm-hmm. it's a real big event. People come out. And a professor I had at that time who was also a Rotarian, uh, he invited me to come out to take photos because at that time I like, you know, taking photos, photography. That was my hobby. Well, yeah. Um, and, and hundreds of Santas running around on a winter's day. I mean, that's gotta be good for a couple pics for sure. Yes, indeed. And so you know, I, served, <laughs> I, I served in that capacity and uh, he was very good. He did follow up with me. He said, Hey, I want to know if you'd be interested in becoming a member and I will pay your dues. And so I had to wow. you know, respectfully decline they explained to him that I didn't even know where I was going to be after I finished out my graduate program. And so, you know, I, he, he offered it to me. He was really good with the follow-up, but I just couldn't commit at the time because I didn't know, you know, where my compass was going to lead me. And so fast forward, we hear about the Alliance in 2019 
And I'm like, what does this look like? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, great. We have this alliance. Perfect. Well, it wasn't very, uh, how can I say this? I found out about the alliance, but didn't really know how to make the next steps as far as telling like, about, you know, rotary. Yeah, what, is it, what did it mean? Or what did it, okay, now it's like, there's this switch that's been thrown. What does it mean to, how is it trickling down to the rest of us kind of feel? Exactly. And okay. so I was doing some research. I was following it very closely on social media. And also they were, you know, sending it via email as well. And come to find out they had a slide deck. And so I get this presentation deck and I'm like, all right, got this presentation deck. I'm going to start reaching out to Rotary Clubs in the area to tell them about the Alliance. Well, Uh this is when COVID started to ramp up, too. (laughs) (laughs) So so you're like me that all of a sudden now you're stuck at home. It doesn't matter how good a Toastmaster you are. We're all at home now. (laughs) Yes. And so the first club that I presented on the Alliance on was at the Evansville Morning. And how that came about was I spoke about it in a Toastmasters meeting. Well, one of the Toastmasters, he was also a dual Rotarian. He was actually a Rotaractor and a Rotarian, you know, so he's been around, he had been in Rotary for a while and he Mm -hmm. went ahead and said, Hey, let's go ahead and get this guy on the the schedule. And so that's how it happened. And I went ahead and presented September of 2020 in person because we did, they did the in-person thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, Right then the day after I finished my presentation, I was like, you know, I can't promote the brand if I'm not being a part of the brand. And so I submitted my, my dues and my application. Now, my, my wife killed me as she seen it on social media because she's like, one more thing you're going to do. <laughs> but, Thanks for letting me know. And I'm going to join four clubs now, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, she's like, OK, what's what's this about? And I'm like, well, honey, I can't, you know, promote on something that I'm not, I'm not a part of. And so I went ahead and submitted my dues and I've been a member ever since then. So, so I guess you, you came to us via Toastmasters without it, yes. without a doubt. Like I, you wouldn't necessarily even be a Rotarian if you weren't a Toastmaster. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. And actually huh. the person who invited me to talk was a dual member at the time. He was a Toastmaster and a Rotarian. And he was all during that year, he was also uh, competing for the district speech contest. So you had this one guy representing the area. A bit of an and, overachiever, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> and the thing was, is that the Rotary world didn't even know all the great things he was doing out in the Toastmasters world. It's like, all right, well, this would be great PR if everybody got came to the table and really, you know, really spoke about it and really enlightened the members about the alliance and what it can do. Because, we you know, we do do speech competitions. Oh my God, I had no idea. And I got to tell you, after being at a, at a trivia night with uh, my group just the other day, Rotarians can be incredibly, incredibly competitive when they help put us all together. So the, it's funny, the way you talk about it, it makes it sound like the Toastmasters and Rotary have always had this dual, like a road that's parallel to each other, but now all they did was just now they're now they're just connected together is what it sounds like. You're saying there's a lot of Rotarians that are Toastmasters and vice versa. Yes. And there's actually published articles on there or I guess on a Toastmaster website. I don't know about the Rotary website because I haven't looked, but they've done published articles about the alliance and people who have been around in both organizations for a while to kind of explain the advantages. You know, so the, the networking rights, because now you're connected with both organizations. So mm-hmm. let's say, for instance, hey. We're going to need a speaker for the district conference. Hey, oh, you're a Toastmaster. Let's go ahead and 
I think you'd be a good one to, to talk at a different district conference about membership or, right. you know, you're really giving that platform to be able to present on the call, even being a trainer. I mean, cause I know we have trainers in rotary. I mean, you yeah, got, absolutely. you got a whole, you got a whole pipeline of Toastmasters that you can really look at developing to be part of your, your club visioning team or whatever you, you see fit because these individuals are used to speaking in these type of settings and doing training and in having more effective meetings. So then here's here's a question then that I think is very interesting. And that is one one reason why Rotary has been growing lately is in some ways they've pulled back from the join Rotary for the business. And they've moved more into our seven areas of focus when it comes to bringing in new members is Toastmasters uh, still current with what the new view of Rotary is or is Rotary always going to be a business club or does that make sense? I'm not sure if it's a, you know, and, and I'm not dissing Toastmasters. I'm being the, you know, like any Toastmaster out there can, you know, Rotarian pod at Gmail, just how jazz got a hold of me. If you want to send me eight, eight mail, but if, if Rotary in some ways is moving away from the heavy, heavy business side of things, is there a strong place for Toastmasters in Rotary? I can say probably very generally, you could probably look at uh, economic development as an area as focus ah. because you have entrepreneurship, you have youth, because Toastmasters does have a youth leadership program as well. You, there are aligned programs that both organizations to take part of that can really help with that. So like my my own my own personal my area Go of for focus it. That's is, right. is definitely I'm gonna have to say this would be the literacy side of it, right? Because I mean Yes, explain. Well you know there's people who can't read again can't write don't have the resources. I mean that is something that I'm personally strong about because everybody should have access to get a basic education. And you know you have countries that don't have that well, I mean, everybody can really focus on if they became a Rotarian as well as, you know, they can really find that, that area of focus to which they have a passion for because they're all equally important. So in other words, there's stuff that's already been in the foundations of Toastmasters already that are part of those seven areas of focus is what you're what you're saying. Right. So we don't have to it doesn't have to be a, a this or that. It can be more of a yes and. Yes. is what you're saying. Exactly. So I I know that Rotary itself has just joined another partnership with Global Citizen. And I think um, that I will speak for myself to say that I think we partnered with Global Citizen because we needed a little bit of a hipper look because, you know, we don't have Cardi B does not perform often at the Rotary International Assembly. They I think she should. I think she'd be smashing, but I, I that's me. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Cardi, if you happen to, you know, are into the podcast, please let us know. I'm sure Jennifer can make something happen. But you know, are are these two groups that have meaning Toastmaster and Rotary that have kind of some reputations of of I'll say it old white folks that need to kind of hippify a little bit. Let's get Toastmasters in here. Let's get a global citizen in here. Let's, you know, is it, is it trying to kind of hip up both civics groups, meaning Toastmasters and Rotary to kind of join together? 
I think we're all kind of on the going on the right pace as far as those things that we want to accomplish. If you, we know our president elect is Jennifer Jones. Correct. Right. And so she's our first, she's going to be our first president for Rotary. Uh, fun fact, Toastmasters just had their first international president this year. And so you have these two organizations who, you know, started around the same time. And so they're kind of doing great things within like a year time frame of each other. It's like, so as a do you have, Toastmasters is going to have its first woman president as well? No, they already have their first woman they president. Her name is Margaret Page. Currently. Oh, snap. Well, you beat us by 12 months there, didn't you? <laughs> and I have a feeling it did not take the Supreme Court to get women in Toastmasters. Is that true? No, there you that go. is Throw, true. Throwing, throwing a little rotary under the bus there for all you people. Uh, you know, we, we took us all the way to the Supreme Court before we, we allowed women in kicking and screaming. Um, so anybody can join Toastmasters. Anybody can be in Rotary. You are now both. You are you you have dual citizenship. Um, one of the questions that we love is: Is there a project that comes to mind? And, and a lot of people call it the "it" moment—the moment that you think about, and every time you think about it, as the person who asks it, I love this question because it automatically gets a smile, no matter when I ask it. Tell me. One from Toastmasters and one from Rotary, a moment that just puts a smile on your face when you think about it. When you start with Toastmasters, what's what's a memory that you have of being a Toastmaster that just makes you really proud? Back in the day, I'm not gonna say back in the day, but so Toastmasters. You're not that old. <laughs> back Toastmasters, in the day. They, had, they, they had a tra- transition as far as their leadership program. So back in the day, not gonna probably about five years ago, uh they were all like paper. So uh, you would get these manuals and these manuals would be specialized. So like, if it was like speaking to entertain, you had like a, a manual of five speeches that you had to complete in order to complete that manual. That you actually and, had to, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you, that means you had to like memorize that speech and then perform that speech. Is that? Yes. So every, okay. every, every project project right. within the manual, you had to reach or you had to hit certain objectives in a certain time limit. Okay. Well, I had never roasted anyone before. And actually, one of the projects was roasting somebody, either roasting them or celebrating them or giving them a toast. And so I decided I was going to go for the roast. (laughs) And the president at that time, he wasn't expecting it. And it had to be, I think it was it was it was an eight to 10 minute project. And so I had to, like, get all these points together and make Mm -hmm. it very uh, robust as far as the presentation. And what I decided to do was I handcuffed him and I gave him a, uh, you know, like one of those like Western dead or alive uh, certificates. And I gave him a a bag of coal because it was was around the holidays. And Uh so I had to kind of make it, you know, I had to make it more festive to the situation. And so I can remember his expression. He was sitting up there and and there are photos. I, I I guess I'll have to go back to the archives to pull it, but he was so, he was, well, I had to, he, one of the first and foremost, if you knew the guy, he's funny and he's just humorous nature. So like, so he was going to take it all in good fun. Yeah. Take it all in good fun because he, right. I gave him a heads up, say, Hey, I'm going to roast you. And oh, okay. <laughs> this, so this, yeah, I like, this would be a personal 
you know, thing for me because I, one of the things I got into Toastmasters for was to enhance my humor speaking skills. Nice. And so really going through the process, progress of it and getting it done, you know, I really learned how to effectively roast somebody and be respectful with it as well. I guess that was my aha moment within Toastmasters as far as, you know, how I got linked in, you know, how I got roped in. Now, if mm-hmm. we fast forward now, since everything's online now, they actually have a separate path that deals with humor. It's called engaging humor. And I've actually enrolled myself in that path. I haven't started it yet. Okay. I'm, I'm involved in so many other things, but I hope to get back to that, that area or that path. So that way I could be, have an opportunity to entertain some more folks either in person or virtual. Wow. So what about Rotary? Has there been, I know you, I know you said you've been in Rotary for like a, a year and a half. You said that you're, I teased you about being a baby in, in the Rotary world, but has there been a time in Rotary that you were just like, okay, all right. I'm glad I made this choice. My, my wife may have been upset, but that's okay, honey. Cause I have a real reason why I'm here and it's worth it. Well, you know, it's important with any organization that you let the world know about the greatness of it and what it can bring. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull my my Toastmasters hat a little bit. So, in a club, you have your public relations chair or right. director. In Toastmasters, they actually have a vice president of public relations. So, I had been a vice president of public relations in Toastmasters. So, I knew how to like draft up flyers, you know, put stuff together, run campaigns. I actually learned a new skill set because of Toastmasters. So, when I found out that my club needed somebody from in that front, I was like, oh, got it. Went ahead, drafted our club brochure, any flyers that we had as far as events, uh, putting together email marketing. That's important. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm more of a MailChimp compared to a DACDB when it comes to <laughs> communications, if I can just say that. <laughs> okay. And so- For all the geeks know, out there that got that, bless your heart. Thank you for listening. <laughs> but, but, more, but more so than anything, I, I was able to really find, you know, those, make connect those dots, right? I was like, all right, got to get this together. You know, when people come, they, they want something tangible where they can touch or feel. And so you work on that to give them a good welcoming. And that aligns with membership as well. And so I, I did that. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm not skipping a beat. <laughs> <laughs> so the partnership just comes easily. I think, you know, I, I, I can't tell you, I mean, how many times when this partnership happened that I heard people going, well, why? And I think that's why I asked you on the podcast or you, you came in and you were interested in talking on the podcast because it's like, I don't feel that Rotary has the average Rotarian has any idea how much our two organizations crossover. Is that a fair statement? That is a fair statement. And so it isn't just about, I think, you know, it's like, here's your new tagline Toastmasters. It's not just how to talk in front of people anymore. I mean, literacy projects and leadership projects. And I noticed, because, you know, I I joke all the time that I've been out stalking and I did go to the Toastmasters site today and there's a whole curriculum on like how to get a job. And I know for a fact that I've had uh, people that are in charge of Rotaract that have said some of the skill sets that we do is that we teach young people how to go out and get a job. And it sounds to me like that same rotor actor could have just walked right over to its, to the partnership of Toastmasters and say, Hey, you guys, here's this whole curriculum. Is that, 
that fair to say? Like, come on over to Toastmasters. We already, already have this written out for you. That is, that is fair to say. I will say that probably I'm not going into the nitty gritty right away with the interviewing project, but mm-hmm. that is a platform where you can be able to make that connection and complete that project. Oh, and I forgot one more thing. There are speech-based projects in the Learning Center for Rotary. There are about eight of them. Uh, no, I'll take them back. Eleven of them. And each one has really? a different area. So develop a speech, um, leading a team. They have kind of something similar. It's kind of, I always say it's like the, the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Kind of gets you more in, involved in those introductory topics. And then if you're interested in diving a little bit deeper, then you can go ahead and look at possibly join, being a Toastmaster. So if I go to if I go to my rotary, there's there's a, like you just said, a tip of the iceberg that I can get a feeling of what being a Toastmaster would be as a Rotarian. Is that kind of fair to say? That's fair to say. Hmm. See, there's yeah. more homework. I know I send I send you guys out after many a podcast with uh, homework. So there's your homework. Go to my rotary and look that up. So I guess it's very safe to say that, you know. Toastmasters, it's not just for public speaking anymore, but have you, has Toastmasters with this new hybrid world of Zoom, has there been a a bounce in your membership? Because all of a sudden, I know Rotarians all of a sudden are having to learn how to talk and communicate with people in a, in a box, like a two by two or a four by four box. Can Toastmasters help us Zoom better? Yeah, I mean, it comes to the capacity, right? Whether you're presenting in person or online, I think those areas of interaction are, are you know, fairly stark. <laughs> and so you have to really be able to strongly facilitate in order to captivate your audience. I mean, it's real easy when you're behind the screen. This is like, all right, I'm going to read this email right quick. Yes. Or, or we're really kind of helping to help you be better at running that session. At Zoom etiquette. I've often thought that Rotary should have a Zoom etiquette class. In fact, I talked to a woman that uh, from Rotary International that's teaching the people who are giving the international assemblies, excuse me, how to work with Zoom. And I've always thought to myself, well, we could start with Zoom etiquette 101. Like, you know, don't don't just not answer your phone. Don't be doing email during the Zoom meeting or like or going to or going to the restaurants we've seen in previous posts <laughs> because you thought your camera was off. Yeah, because you thought your camera was off. Or or you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, make sure your mute button is on or don't say it at all. But yeah, it's very funny. All right. Well, let's get back to the rotary side of things because. And I am interested in knowing how you cross this over in your in your dual citizenship. And that's about the four way test. So that is a a motto that we live by here in Rotary. How do you um, not only as a Rotarian, but as a Toastmaster, how do you have the four way test in your life and how does it uh, affect how you become a better Rotarian? And for that matter, a, a Toastmaster as well is the four way test any any part of your your relationship in there? Strongly so. I, you know, we look at our core values. Uh, Rotary and Toastmasters actually have a couple that are online. In, integrity and service. Hmm. Integrity and service. And so 
I would say at the first form of that, is it truth? Do you live your life with a sense of integrity with all you do, right, wrong, or indifferent? Mm-hmm. And, you know, based off of that, if I don't have any integrity, that means that you can't trust me. What I what I say, you don't give any weight to. And so I always like to say that I'm, I'm a man of action. And I guess like, that's kind of why I naturally became a Rotarian because we're people of action. Right. But just to know that anything that I do, I want to make sure that I have integrity. And regardless of whether I'm right, wrong or indifferent, we can move together collectively in order to establish a common goal. So it's interesting because, you know, we we go, you know, is it the truth, of course, is the first one. And that goes with your, you know, integrity thing. Um, is it fair to all concerned? I think you just kind of said that right now when you said, you know, we may be coming from different views, but we can work together and figure out what views that we agree on. Um, goodwill and better friendships. How does Toastmasters help with that? I just think it's just like an extended family, right? I mean, so much the way same way Rotary does. Yeah, you can invite some Toastmasters to social events or even some of your service projects. I mean, and what you'll find is a lot of people that come to Toastmasters and they may find out about the, the Rotary Alliance, they may actually become Rotarians because they f- find out, oh, yeah, this great organization doing great things for other people. And that's how you add additional which, members to the to the fold. Which definitely makes it beneficial to all concerned. So I would, I one thing I did notice in your and your website, besides on my little island here, I do not have a Toastmasters club, so we might have to fix that. But there is a way to find if there's a Toastmasters club in your community as a Rotarian and vice versa. As a Toastmaster, you can go on Club Runner or Rotary and you can find a way to become a Rotarian. Is this an avenue when we have clubs that are screaming for members that both sides can can help each other and be a dual citizenship like you are? I think so. I'm still trying to find a unique model to where you can incorporate Toastmaster dues and Rotary dues. I Wouldn't think that that'd be going, nice. That 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 would be a challenge. Now, granted, our our calendars align perfectly. So we have a Toastmasters July to June, Rotary July to June. Those those two count those calendars align pretty well. Um, so I guess really for the challenge for anybody who's up to it, find out a unique model where you could, you could incorporate international dues, club dues. Now, Toastmasters doesn't charge district dues, but I know some right. clubs on the Rotary side do really trying to mm-hmm. figure out a good medium to where you can incorporate that. And you could even, po- even possibly look at building a speakers bureau from that joint effort. See, that's interesting. I think, you know, uh, in my in my life out of Rotary, I worked very often with CAA and, and other large end speaker bureaus for celebrities and stuff. But I have often thought that Rotary needs a speakers bureau. I've been asked to speak at different things. And I'm like, well, I, I it up it. You know, it's like I, I'd have to figure out in my calendar. I'd have to do this and that and the other thing. And it's it's interesting. I mean, we have. Rotary celebs in their own way. And we have Toastmaster celebrities in their own way. I think, I think it could, I think the partnership's not being taken advantage of fully. What do you think? I can agree to that. Okay. So then we will have, I know that that Jennifer is a friend of the show. Um, then how can we have that partnership work better? If she was, if she was standing right in front of you, how can we take advantage more of this partnership? 
I think it will help, you know, having more clubs collaborate, clubs and districts collaborate on it, and even probably incorporate it within pets. And that way, you, you know, we can brainstorm and come up with more micro level solutions or grassroots solutions in order to try to build those things up. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually wondering how many, you know, maybe this is a, a challenge to the people hearing my voice is when was the last time any Rotary Club reached out to the local Toastmasters and said, you guys want to come join us or vice versa. We won't just pick on Rotarians. I wonder if there's a local Toastmasters club that has said, hey, Rotarians, do you want to come and join us for a cup of coffee or join us for it's it, it's like we're we're paired together, but nobody's taking advantage of the situation. You can kind of think it really would build more on that friendship component. So, for example, I, I'm in, I am in the process of working on building a Toastmasters club at my wife's because my wife works about 30 minutes away from us. We don't have a Toastmasters club there, but we have do have a Rotaract club and a Rotary club there. Well, if you build this Toastmaster club, you're going to have members from both parts coming really together, pos- come together, and be probably be a part of that. And so there you go. You have that that natural fellowship and service because you, now you have Rotarians and, and Rotaractors getting together to enhance their communication styles and skills. Well, I love it. I think it's a great idea. I think it's an idea that. I don't think it's getting enough press. You know, I, like I said, that I know there was this, this brief little dun, da, 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 we're now partnership. And then I don't think anybody did anything with it. I think a lot of people said, congratulations. I have not seen an active cooperation of this partnership. And that is me speaking for myself. And if somebody wants to email me, showing me an active participation of this partnership, then you know, let Chaz know too, because I mean, I in a dream world, because I'll I'll just ask one or two more questions for you here. In a dream world of this partnership, what would this partnership look like to you? This Rotary Toastmaster partnership. To be honest with you, I I don't know where to find it because I get kind of lost with websites. <laughs> There's a lot of information <laughs> within it, but I, I believe there there is something on the Rotary side where they've actually captured different parts of the world doing something interactive on, on the Alliance. I can't find it. I will give it to you. I'll send it to you. Give it to me. Give it to me. But in a perfect world, if this, if this partnership was doing everything you dreamed it would be doing, what would that look like? Well, honestly, I think the main thing would be the publicity, right? I mean, because I don't think we do a good job collectively about promoting our members and getting them out to the world to show the world, all the great things they're doing. Uh, I think on both ends, if we really worked at spreading the word, you know, I think both organizations could win as far as, you know, retention and recruitment. Um, because what, what happens is we, you, t- you tell somebody a good thing or if you use somebody and they're doing great things, what they do, they tell their friends or if you promote right. them on social media, their networks see it. And so we, we definitely have to do a better job to tell about all the great things that our members are doing. Mm-hmm. Telling well, their story. Telling their story. Well, I like the idea. I mean, and uh, and I have to say that I I am ashamed to say that I don't know enough about Toastmasters. Um, and that's up to me to now learn more. I think you've gotten uh, me excited. You've gotten me interested. And I hope people that are hearing my voice do the same. This is an organization that's been around 
uh, just a little bit less time than Rotary has. I think you guys came around in the 20s and we came around in the, you know, 1905. But um, I think I think we could have a, a beautiful friendship, as the saying goes, if we all just decided to take advantage of it. Chaz, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I thank you for the enlightenment. Thank you for having me, Gwen. Glad to be a part of the great things that you do. Oh, well, thank you so much. And go to the Toastmasters site. If you're listening to my voice, check out if there's a Toastmasters in your area and maybe do a dual club coffee get together or meet it for a cocktail or something and find out how Rotary and Toastmasters could be uh, a beautiful friendship. I think it's a good idea. I will say one more thing. Please. Uh, I am. So part of what I'm doing with my Rotary Club is um, we're doing a chili cook off and we're doing a blood drive. Well, guess what? I'm speaking about those experiences in Toastmasters and actually getting credit for it. So the project management side of it, I mean, you get a little bit of help on both ends from that as well. Hmm. See? Dual citizenship. Give it a try. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Chaz. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Pleasure. Thank you. Okay, so I was being a bit snarky with Chaz about calling him dual citizenship, but you know what? I may have to expand my passport. I think Toastmasters could definitely be in my future. What about you? This is an organization that has more in common with Rotary than not, and the whole idea of speaking in public being that just little extra confidence as we go apart our day, not only as Rotarians, but human beings. I don't know, might not be such a bad thing. Chaz, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast this week. And I challenge my listeners, go find a Toastmasters group. You can go check them out for free. See what you think. I myself am looking up one right now. Well, not right now. I'm recording a podcast right now. So I better say right after this and right after you look up your local Toastmasters group, check me out on the radio, won't you? Every single week I'm on rotaryradiouk.org with a little bit more of my musical side. Please tell people about the podcast, have them download and rate. That of course makes it easier for others to find us. And if you have a guest that you think would be awesome on the podcast, do what Chaz did. Send me an email, rotarianpod at gmail.com. All right, then, to all my new Toastmasters friends, it's been an honor to meet you. And to all of my regular listeners, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast this week. Please take care of yourself and the world around you, and we'll hear you next time on the I'm a Rotarian podcast. Have a wonderful week, everybody.